Well, good afternoon. This is awesome to be able to come to you live for our first segment of Brothers for Real. Uh, I'm Pastor Trey, and I got my brother with me, Pastor Willie, uh, starting a new uh, video cast, uh, video blog, whatever you want to call it, uh, but just coming out with the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, promoting the kingdom of heaven. And we're going to have our first guest on today, Mario Fields. What's up, Pastor Willie? What's up, Pastor Trey? What's up, my brother? Hey, man, this is just such an honor, bro, to be a part of, of what God has already laid the foundation. And we know as we come into each and every family, we come into their homes, that we come into their cars, on their phones, various things like that. As you said, brothers for real, we want to make sure that people understand that we are truly brothers for real. Maybe not by, by birth, but by the blood, we are brothers man, for real. That's good. That's good. And look, we're going to bring the truth of the, of the gospel. Not afraid of questions. We're not afraid of standing for truth. We're going to stand on the word of God. Uh, that means that we might not be popular or whatever, but I think it's time out now with all the our recent uh, atrocities that have been going on. Uh, I don't know if, uh, Pastor Will, if you know in detail about the George Floyd uh, situation, but I was just kind of like looking at it today. And I must tell you, brother, that my heart is breaking. But um, we know that our God is God, and even with everything that's going on, justice will prevail. No doubt about that. And I want to just touch on it just real quick. See, because the word of God tells us that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The enemy has been trying to divide us so much as a nation. And I thank God that we're doing this as God has inspired us to do what we're doing today. So we'll get an opportunity to help people understand it's not about a black thing, a white thing, Asian thing, Hispanic, brown thing. It's about a God thing. And we're going to be able to come into people's home, come in to talk to different peoples on different aspects and help them understand that we are stronger together than we are apart. Come on. That's good. Well, hey, without further ado, man, I know we got uh, Mario Fields on the line. I know the people want to hear from him. So, you know, at this time, uh, let's go ahead. Let's get in with Mario, man. I'm excited about uh, meeting him and hearing what he has to say on the day. So. All right, now, so we got Mario Fields here. Man, I'm so excited to be with Mario on this morning. Got a chance to talk to him a little bit, get to know him. Uh, met him through Pastor Willie Collins. Uh, Pastor Collins, man, man, you my boy, man. Thank you so much for, you know, introducing me to Mario. But Mario, look, like you know, this is Brothers For Real, so I'm gonna start out with some of these questions. And man, just please, just, just feel the questions uh, to the best of your ability and however you see fit. And so my first question for you would just simply be, who is Mario? So, I mean, I know we've done the whole bio research and all that stuff. I saw the YouTube videos, man, all the great things you did on active duty as a Sergeant Major. So, I mean, man, you the real deal, man. So, but I wanna, I, I know that's just a part of it. So I really just wanna know from you, from your own mouth, man, who, so the world knows when they see this, who is Mario Fields? Yeah, well, first of all, Pastor Trey and Pastor Collins, you know, you guys, your time is valuable. And you, you didn't have to have me as uh, one of your guests. So thank you. 
And thank you for providing me a platform and opportunity, you know, to at least inspire one person that listens or views it. So I appreciate it. And we appreciate you too, Mario. Yeah. So, so to answer your question, though, who, who is Mario? My, my translation is I am a person who was born to, uh, you know, Darlene and Nett Fields, God rest my mom's soul, and Raymond Fields Sr. And, you know, and they, they raised this young boy. You know, I'm still young, by the way, you know, right? And they, you know, they, you know and, they, and they, by their example and by the experiences that I was blessed to have growing up, um, Mario is a human being who actually genuinely believes that God put me on this earth to do one thing, that's his purpose, and to do it to the best of my ability to, until he tells me it's time to come home. I love humans. I don't see color. I don't see creed. I don't see gender. I see we're all humans. We all have a specific mission while we're here on this earth. Man, I like it. I love it. Yeah. You, bro. See, see, when you start out like that, Mario, man, I tell you what, boy, you, you're going to make it hard for everyone else who come hey. off of us for real. Hey, I warned y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let me ask you this question. Yeah, you summed up because we that was really a two part question, but you summed it up in, in, in one. So the next question is, how did you get your inspiration to start your business? You know, because many veterans upon release or departure, I mean, you know, getting yeah. out of the military, you know how we do. But many of us, when we get out of the military, we have this aspiration to go and work on a government job. When we get out of task, we're like, yeah, I'm getting a government job and keep on with our lives. But what inspired you? to start your own business? For me, being obedient to God, I didn't want to, I, I did, my dream was not to be an entrepreneur. My dream was not to be a CEO or a business owner. You know, everybody's like, oh, you're a great speaker. That doesn't mean my, my purpose and dream was to build a speaker's bureau. It, it, was, it was praying and, and signs that God has sent to say, I don't care, Mario, what you want to do. It's what I need your butt to do. And that's how it started. You know, I just, I just, I said, you know, babe, told my wife, I really don't want to do this. I don't want to build a nonprofit nor a for-profit, but I'm going to follow what God wants me to do. I didn't want to retire in Southern California. We were going to Florida. For, uh, we're going to, um, um, I can't even remember where we were going because we've been in Southern California so long, I just forgot about that life. But, but um, Again, I followed God's, his plan, not my plan. Right. Um, and, and that's really what happened on how we, we built uh, Still Serving and Global. And I'll add this. If you go on my about page on Global, it's actually on it. Where I said, I follow God's plan. And here's, here's the Speakers Bureau. So. Wow. Wow. Man, hearing you say that, man, it's, it got the, uh, the wheels turning. And I got, like, so many questions. I know we only got limited time, man. I'm right. just like, wow. Because... To hear you say that, knowing that you were a sergeant major in the Marine Corps, it's almost like, man, how, how did you, were you a believer in the Marine Corps or before you got in the Marine Corps? How did that happen? And what was it like? Like, you know, you're a sergeant major, and I know I, I, I was a corpsman, and I did 17 years of my career with the Marine Corps, so I know the Marine Corps has somewhat of a persona, that toughness, yeah. they got their mission. How do you balance, or how did you balance being a sergeant major with your Christian values and still having to be hardcore and, yeah. and get the mission done and be in the face of, of hardcore Marines and then still live 
uh, a Christian lifestyle. And I know I got a lot to my question, but look at this. And then also with some of the policies that came out in the military or, you know, in, in the military during your tenure in the military, because there were some different policy changes. Right. Yeah. You know, it goes back, Pastor Trey, to your, your first question. Who's Mario Fields? Sergeant Major is secondary, you know. Being secondary. I, I've been Mario Fields since May 6, 1975. So it didn't, it didn't matter what fabric I had on. It didn't matter who was my employer or what I was doing. I never divorced myself from Mario Fields. I always believed that I was born, named Mario Pierre Fields, and when I die, that's what's going to be first, Mario Pierre Fields. Everything else is part of the journey. So it wasn't difficult for me to stay me. And as policies change, as the world evolves, I mean, that's supposed to happen. The right. fact, it's evolving now. Every second it changes. But staying true to my Christian values, really representing my, na my name as Mario Fields, the Fields family, and representing, you know, our reputation, that was my main focus, no matter what policy I said, I ain't coming off my values. Come on. Come on. That's good. I, I like the way you say, man, it was, it's not me uh, looking to divorce who I, who I am, me to divorce what I believe, right? Because it right. can't be in the military. Man, I, I love it. I love it. What's up, Pastor Willie? <laughs> man, I tell you what. So <laughs> that was, I, I, I'm in awe right now. <laughs> Because again, we had a couple of questions and you keep on putting them together. I was like, man, this is the man of the hour right here. So with that being said, what were some of the challenges with being a Christian in the military, your deployments, your policies, the USMC uh, atmosphere? And then I'll kind of bring this other question in there, being able to have that healthy balance with your family now with the business, and yeah. being a mentor and all on the various levels that you've been able to do that, even yeah. before now, because people are still pulling on you like we are today. Yeah, you guys are. You know, I got short arms, man. Y'all pulling on me, but no, it, it's a matter of perspective. But my number one challenge, and it started 1995, was thou should not shall not kill. Mm. Yep, that that hit me. I was doing Bible study in Pensacola, Florida. And um, at lunchtime, we used to do Bible study. And, it, 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 and that hit me during the Bible study was, I say, wait a minute. I'm a Marine. Who can't we talk about killing everything? Right, right. And I'm a Christian. It was like, I should not kill. I'm like, hmm. okay, how do, I, how do I deal with this, this belief? And my job is really, as a Marine, to go you know, move, shoot, and communicate. And part of that is if you have to kill somebody. So, so the way, the way I balanced my belief with my, my mission was I gave it to God. Hmm. I, I said, God, if, if, if it's something that you think that I should do while I'm on this earth, then let it be. Mm -hmm. Right. And, 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 and if I have to go into a combat zone and potentially take a life, if you feel that that at that moment is to save others, that's your call. Right, right. But I know that you're not going to put me in a position where I can't handle it, nor do you approve of it because I gave everything to you. And it brought me a level of comfort. I think that's a good perspective. Now, I, I would tell you, you know, hearing you speak on that, um, there's a question I, I, 
didn't know if I was going to touch on it or not or, or bring it up. But with that, uh, with the current situations going on, um, and I'm just going to say it, you know, with this George Floyd uh, yeah. situation, um, what, what's your thoughts and what's your feelings? I will tell you this, though, uh, Mario, today, um, I hadn't really, I didn't know everything that was going on. I hadn't seen any videos or whatever. I just thought I had the need to just stay away from it because of where God has me right now. I felt like maybe that could be a distraction. Not that I'm not concerned about those that are hurting or may have been put in right. a bad situation, right? But I took time today, and I was sharing with Pastor Willie before we got on, that um, I watched the video for the first time. I was sitting eating lunch, and I watched it, and I had a reaction that I did not know was going to happen. I didn't, I didn't prompt it. I was even shocked myself. Um, I'm eating. I'm watching the video. And when I watched the video immediately I, I couldn't I couldn't continue to eat I got choked up and I had to like um I went in the I walked in the bathroom and I'm just bawling man and I'm, I'm asking I'm laughing at myself looking at myself in the mirror like man what are you what are you crying about right what are you crying about yeah. so I'm, I'm crying and I'm like man what am I crying about and I heard the Holy Spirit say man you should be crying you, the way you're feeling right now you should feel, feel that way so uh I preface my question uh with that uh how do what kind of emotions have you felt or what's your thoughts about what's been going on today? Yeah, no, thanks, Pastor Trey. You know, one of the things you mentioned is distraction. You know, that's one of the devil's most powerful TTPs, you know, tactics, techniques, and procedures. Yeah, come on. It, it, the, the devil would employ distraction like no other, my perspective. Right. It, it, and when he does that, it, it, it gets you distracted from the positive things. Um, so, so with that said, I always look for distractions. You know, there's, there's, according to, to certain organizations, there's over 7 billion human beings on this earth. Come on. And, and just my perspective is, I imagine that at least, at least 6 billion of the 7 billion are doing positive things daily. And that's Asia, Africa, Europe, you name it, North America, South America, and the seas, seven seas. There's, there has to be at least six billion human beings doing great things, paying for gas for somebody. Like I paid for gas for a guy who asked for gas, he'll at a gas station. That don't make the news. Right. Somebody saved somebody from drowning today in the world. Right. Some police officers that stopped crime, you know, for, there, there's investigators who saw cold, cold uh, murders and brought closure to the families. I mean, every day there's positive things that are occurring, but you don't see it. Right, right. So in my, my perspective is what happened, is it wrong? Yes. Should that happen? Heck no. Does it happen in different fashions, forms? Absolutely. Half of the stuff is probably not even captured on video around the world. But if I believe if... If we as, as humans took the amount of energy to capture every positive action that occurs throughout the world, I think the world culture would be different. Right, right. Now you're getting bombarded with, this guy just helped this old lady across the street. This guy just intervened and stopped the rape. This guy, this gal, 
this person, this police officer, this fireman, this military person, this professor, this doctor, this coach, this random person went to a gas station and gave somebody else the debit card and put $10 of gas. What a wonderful world. The 1% is not representative of the 99%. That's good. Man, love is the key, right? Yeah, but we don't see it. Right, right. We, we don't see it. Every time you turn on the news, social media, wherever you go, it's, oh, it was a shooting. Right. right. But before that shooting happened, how many people helped each other that were strangers? Right. You don't see it. So, so what would your words be to? It's a, um, it's a distraction. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's to me, to me, when one or two things happen, it paints a, a global macro picture. Right. The world is in, in disarray. Mm -hmm. And seven billion humans? Hard for me to believe that the world is in disarray. So what is your what do you say to that the, the African American community, the black community that says, what are you talking about, Mario? I mean, this is four hundred years of oppression and being treated uh yep poorly in all the atrocities and the lynchings and how can you say that mario we get all that but so what do you say to that community hey here, here one one thing i would say to them is a lot of people need to go back and look at great people like martin luther king every time i drive in the city martin luther king boulevard is the most ghetto boulevard and that's sad and that's sad and that's sad, that's sad. Yes. if you yes. want a role model study study him and his wife coretta's Coretta Scott King. Right. Look at what they were against. Right. Look Come at on. how many people told that young man, what the hell are you doing? Right. Mm -hmm. why, why? And he said, and I, and I know, I don't know if this actually happened. I'm pretty sure Coretta probably said, Martin, you got to stop. <laughs> what do you say to everybody in the South, Martin? Right. What do you say to people that says that we've been oppressed for all these years, Martin, and you talking about some peaceful protest? Come on, <laughs> Come on brother. I'm pretty sure Martin had his sleeves rolled up just like this. Hopefully he had a bourbon or two as, his, as there's a cross burning in his front yard and there's bullet holes in his living room couch. And he probably looked at Coretta and said, it's in my bones. Come on. Come on. God gave me a purpose. Yes. And I'm not divorcing myself because of the rest of the world. See, I can be in the world. I ain't got to be of it. That's right. So <laughs> everybody is this. I'm not here for you. Has nothing to do with you. It's being obedient to the word that God gave me. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Your purpose is to do this. And you do it. Because it's not for anybody but you being obedient to me that will impact the people I allow it to impact. Come on. Hey. Well, I don't search for the right words. You know, I don't do that. Because words, because <laughs> every human being has the ability to interpret what they want it to mean. Right. 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 But nobody can interpret what God's mission for you is. Come on. That's good. That's God, good. I ain't touching that one. Man, you don't mess around, let me meet Mario Fields. Yes. <laughs> and see, and the great thing about it is, um, and, and I love the fact that you were able to 
take that question and help people to see beyond yeah. where they are. Yeah. Because you said it, you said about the distraction. The Bible says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. See, if they're they're focused on what's happening now and not even looking beyond what's right. to come, they'll never be able to get out of this situation. So I love that, Pastor Trey. And I yeah. I, I I would if if it again, Mark that they said, Mario, you are now in charge of this group in, in Detroit, Pontiac, or whatever place. You know, I'm fr and I'm from Pontiac, so you know, I would say, what, what, if we know that there's some unprofessional conduct from the city leadership or uh, police department, whatever, we, we, ain't, we don't have to wait for the major atrocity to happen to protest. Right, right, right. We can, we can start well before the bomb goes off. Yep. Come on. That's right. I wait for the ID to go off to go, man, we need some armor. Right. Yep. That's it. Some of it is just for looks. You know, people running down in Minneapolis now, filling the city, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to, if my, again, just the world according to Mario Pierre Fields, if you want to make a difference, you got to look in the mirror and start with yourself. Come on. That's right. And if I had interviewed a lot of people, when I'm at, you know, and I don't see color, I see humans. But if I, and I've done this, I've interviewed a lot of human beings in my life and I asked them this simple question and it's, it's part of a Mark Twain quote. And it says, the two most important days in a man's life is. So I asked him, what's the two most important days in your life? Oh, when I got my degree. And then when I, you know, mm -hmm. had my, my first child. Okay, that's your answer. My answer is the date I was born and the yeah. I realized what God wanted me to do on this earth until I die. <laughs> Come on. Come yeah. on. That is it. Come on. Yep. Ain't got nothing to do with my wife, the degree, sergeant major. Nope. The day I was born and the date I woke up, April 2006, and Camp Kinsley Chapel said, now I know why I was born. Come right. Come on. That's good. That's good. Well, I'm telling you, man, I, I'm. I'm feeling real good, man, about this interview. And I'm so glad, man. Like I, I've said it a dozen times, I had an opportunity to meet you. You know, um, there's a question I had told Pastor I was going to ask, and I think I might ask everyone that comes on this show. Yes. And that's, um, if you could talk to your younger self, if you had an opportunity to go back and talk to your younger self, let's say that 21-year-old Mario, that 18-year-old. Oh, that's, that's right now. Well, okay, okay. So what would, what would you say to that person? Cause it, and I'm pretty sure, see, our focus is to get a lot of young people to watch, too. So what would you say to that, to that young person? What I, what I would say to, to the young person, um, if, if I had a chance, you know, to go back to, to Mario being, you know, that, you know, and I'm talking third person, you know, let's say being a teenager, I, I, would, I would honestly say is look for a positive role model. And you only need one person to believe in you. Yeah. Don't don't look for, and it don't even have to be your parent. You know, it could be anybody. But but don't look for this broad exception or broad you know acceptance, if you will, not exception, but acceptance in, 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 into your behavior and what you're doing. All you need is one person to say, you know what, I, I believe you can be a track star, and you you run with it. Yeah. One person, all you need is one person to believe in you and they'll fight depression. You can, you can conquer a lot of things in your young life. If you, even if you're in a rich family, rich families, 
they they have a lot of them kids struggle with understanding what love is. Right. A lot of people think if you're poor, you know, you're disadvantaged. A lot of a lot of rich people, them kids don't even know what love feels like. Mm. But if you got one person that believes in you, <laughs> you run that ball, run that football of life, crush everything in your way. Come on, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Pastor, well, if you ain't got nothing, man, I got another question. I, I could sit here with Mario all day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love yes. Um, I know many people are going to check out your website and um, check out your business and stuff. And I know what Pastor Trey is going to ask you. But if you could just, if you had to sum it up in just a couple of minutes about still serving and global speakers international, could you talk about that real quick? Yeah, so still serving. Oh, thanks, Pastor Collins. Um, still serving Incorporated is a 501c3 nonprofit that primarily focuses on personal professional development of, of the youth in underserved communities. And so that's the main mission of still serving. And we try to go after social challenges like bullying, um, you know, like lack of enrichment, and there's some other things. And we have three pillars under our adopt the school program that we focus on to achieve the mission. And uh, that is by bringing positive role models in the schools. That is corporate school sponsorships. So we promote those to create leadership opportunities within those communities. And then of course, three is donations uh, to the classroom. All volunteer, so no one's on payroll. Um, over 95% of contributions go right to the program. So that, that's still served incorporated. Um, and I think that was less than two minutes of Pastor Collins. Now what about global? Yeah, and then Global Inspirational Speakers, a for-profit speakers and consultants bureau, uh, we primarily represent dynamic uh, military speakers and consultants, um, but that doesn't mean we don't, you know, we don't accept, um, you know, non-military, if you will, non-veteran uh, dynamic speakers um, and consultants. So we service all industries and as keynote speakers, narrators, um, you, I mean, you name it, um, we service every segment of the speaking industry. We're very dynamic and inspirational speakers. That you are, because I've checked out your websites, both of them. And you guys are doing a phenomenal job. And I love the fact that you say global. And one of the things that that really blessed me in one of our conversations that because you know we 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 meet um quite regularly, thank yeah. God for that. And um one of the things Every that Monday. really blessed me was how still serving. And I, I don't want to mess up how you said it. Yeah. Is pandemic proof. Is that, did I say that right? Yeah, re a recession, recession proof. That's it. Can you, can you explain that real quick? Yeah, so, so I, I, I told Pastor Collins, it's, uh, you know, still serving the corporate is recession proof is because it's, it's an all volunteer nonprofit. Yeah. There's no one's on payroll and it's super lean. Uh, so it's not a nonprofit that requires a lot of contributions, donations, or, um, or bequests, if you will, to stay alive. It, it is designed for the community. Uh, so if you donate $5 to Still Serving, Still Serving can still make a change and impact in a young person's life um, because that, you know, we can take that $5 and make a difference in someone's life. Amen. So real quick, I know we got to go, but how, so just help me understand how does the connection happen with uh, your, your nonprofit? Uh, how do you get into the schools? Is there some type of uh, 
contractual agreement? Is there, how, how do you got, do you go through principals, uh, district yeah. superintendents? How, how does all that happen? Yeah, you know, I'm a great question, Pastor Trey. So, so still serving as a startup nonprofit. So what we did is we picked two schools as, as startup schools so we could continue to refine the program delivery, re refine the vetting process, and refine how we uh, select schools as we expand um, beyond our two schools. So that, that's forthcoming, but uh, you know, two years in the running, we've been really developing and working on our processes uh, with the two schools. My intent is that I want the processes to be solid, world-class before I expand, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, it does, definitely, definitely. Thanks for answering that, that's good. Good stuff, good yeah. stuff. So you want to close us out or you want me to go ahead and ask this last question? Go ahead and ask that last question, the MVP. <laughs> okay. Should, should, I, should I go get I some? No, I, I know you'll do just fine with this question. <laughs> yeah. if this, this is a question I developed. I said, you know what? Anybody that comes on, I'm going to ask this question. So, uh, Mario, um, what comes to mind if I ask you uh, these two words? If I say these two words, kingdom yep. focus. When I, the first thing that comes to my mind when you say kingdom focus is stay obedient to God. Everything should have an anchor to God, God's will, God's mission, God's focus. What, what is acceptable to God? When kingdom focus to me is when I do something, will God be in the stands applauding or will the devil be in the stands? <laughs> Come on, brother. <laughs> you know, I tell the speakers of public speaking, Everybody, you, there's one thing that you will always earn in public speaking, uh, an applause. <laughs> but that don't mean your speech was good. <laughs> <laughs> they might be clapping you off the stage. Yeah, yeah, come on. So my, my, when you say kingdom focus, I'm like kingdom focus to me means, Mario, you better behave in a way that when you look to the stands, the kingdom of God are cheering. Come yes. on. Yes. yes. And not the Good kingdom answer. of something else. <laughs> well, Mario, hey, man, it's been a privilege. It's been a pleasure um, speaking to you today, man. Sitting with you, spending time. Like Pastor Willie said at the beginning, man, we know you are very busy, man. You got two companies that you're running. Man, we applaud your service. We just had our uh, Memorial Day. Amen. Once again, thank you for all that you're doing uh, in the community, and thank you for just being honest, man. Thank you for coming on Brothers For Real. No, you're welcome, and I appreciate you guys. God bless you. All, all right. right. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye.